Pod. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and got to spend time with their loved ones. First and foremost, I'd like to thank everyone that listened to the World Report every week and giving us such great feedback. Cyrus and I cannot thank you guys enough. This has been such a great year for the A-Show Network. There's been so much growth and, you know, I think me and Cyrus are only getting better and better every week and you guys' feedback has, you know, helped that greatly. Now I know, look, I get it. We didn't have a show last week. Me and Cyrus decided, you know, let's do a little personal time. We've been we've been grinding for weeks now, months since I've been on. I don't think we've even missed a show yet. Um, but look, we're coming back with friends. We're coming back stronger this episode than uh, last week. So hopefully you forgive us because uh, I think it's going to be worth it this week. Uh, as you know, this Sunday, 8 p.m. on Peacock, NXT is having their annual War Games event including two war games matches, the women's and the men's. It's going to be, you know it's going to be crazy. Look, you know how NXT gets down for their big events. They don't miss, man. And speaking of don't miss, it's only right that we, we let you guys in on our conversation with Mr. Don't Miss himself, the North American champion Carmelo Hayes. This was such a treat. We, me, me, Cyrus, and Justin, we had a blast with this one. I hope you guys do too. Um, like I said, man, happy holiday. This is for you guys, man. We're, we're just happy to bring it to you. Um, before we get into it, though, make sure you follow the A Show at RNC on Twitter. We got a lot of great end of the year content coming out. Um, I know the playlists are coming out real soon. I love the playlists. I listen to 2000 R&B one in the gym all the time. That's my go-to. Uh, it's probably not the best for cardio, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't want to talk you guys' ear off. I know why you guys are here. So let's get into the interview with Carmelo Hayes. All right, we are back on the War Report. I know you guys are not used to hearing me on this. Of course, this is Justin from the A Show, but we got it. We got to take. I had to take over and I had to join in on this because this is such a special, special interview that we have for you guys today. And of course, you guys can always experience the NXT 2.0 live in person every Tuesday night in Orlando, Florida. Please visit wwwcom NXT Live to learn more. But we got a really special guest. We requested him. We've been asking for this guy for months now, and we finally got him. He's the 2021 NXT Breakout Tournament winner current NXT North American champion, and he's getting ready to head into uncharted territory and war games, which you can tune into on Sunday, December 5th, streaming live at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, exclusively on Peacock in the U.S. Please welcome Carmelo Hayes. He don't miss to the war report. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, guys. Ah, man. Listen, uh, uh, honor to have you on the show. Uh, First things first. You're heading into war games this Sunday. With, you know, you're, you're the new blood, the 2.0 generation against the OGs, black and gold NXT brand. How do you feel that NXT 2.0 has differed from NXT 1.0? Because like you were kind of in 1.0 a little bit where it's like you you kind of experienced it. You faced off against a couple of those guys. But what's the difference now that you're kind of like, you know, one of the, the lead members of the new brand? Yeah, I feel like the difference is the experience level. Uh, if you look at all the guys that were in 1.0, everyone was, you know, somebody. You know, everyone came from from somewhere, television experience. They came from some big organization, and it was a melting pot of of big names uh, all in one. So uh, the difference is NXT 2.0 is it's fresh. You know, you're looking at guys like Braun Breaker, guys like uh, Tony D'Angelo. We've only been doing this for seven months, eight months. 
so the experience factor, I think, is the biggest difference that, that I'm realizing uh, moving from 1.0, I guess, to 2.0. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so, like, what's the dynamic, like, between the OGs and kind of the new crew backstage? Do, are there any kind of, like, mentors that you have or people that you go talk to if you have any questions or anything like that? Yeah, you know, those guys are willing to help us, but I think really where we're at right now, uh, you know, it's really divided in a sense. Um, you know, if we want to reach out for help, we can, especially moving forward with war games and everything that's going on now, there's more of a divide. Um, but, you know, the OGs, you know, you could say that the OGs, um, they want they want to help us, but they don't want us to take their spot. And, and I'm realizing that really quick. You know, they see us on the rise, so they, they might yeah. be a little bit intimidated. Is that I don't blame dynamic? Him. Yeah, I don't blame him. Okay. Uh, there was an interview uh, where you kind of just said that HBK Shawn Michaels was just like, I don't know what cool is anymore. You guys got to let me know what's cool now. So, how is that relationship with Shawn Michaels just, you know, kind of just, you know, uh, letting you have your freedom in that sense of just doing yeah. whatever you like, whatever you feel will connect with the crowd. Man, I'll tell you, I haven't missed yet. And he gave me my <laughs> So I'm just kidding. No, but I think that has a lot to do with it. Like, he gives me a little bit. You know, he gives me an inch. I take a mile, but I get a lot out of that mile. And, and mm -hmm. I think that's, like, really how I built that trust with Sean. Um, but he's somebody who early on saw something in me. And, I, you know, I said this on the last podcast that I did. And I spoke up and I told him, I was like, hey, man, I want to be a top guy straight up just like that and he was like yeah i see that for you and it just came into fruition and you know but again you can say that you can get you know they give you the ball but if you're not you know making first downs and making touchdowns and you know you're a flop but they they gave me the ball and i'm running in and and i'm scoring so but my relationship with sean is great uh he's a great mentor and he's the guy you, you want to have on your side right and I mean, speaking of your character and, and how it's just changed, you know, drastically since you got the 2.0, um, what about like your culture and, and your background and things around you that you that you grew up with have motivated your character? Because when, when we see when I see Mellow and Trick, I'm like, yo, I know them. You know what I mean? It's like I've, I've seen them around. I went to school with them. I went to college with them. Like, what about like your background kind of molded that? Yeah, relatable. And that's the cool thing, too, is is Trick and I had this conversation early on. I said, man, we need to be us. Like, we need to be exactly who we are because there are people that are watching us. And it's funny you say that. It's cool to hear you say that because I was like, there are people that are watching us. Like, we represent y'all. You know what I mean? On, on TV. You know, we represent everyone who's, you know, grew up the way we grew up, listening to hip hop with that type of culture. And just, you know, just kind of a different vibe because, you know, how pro wrestling can be a little bit one-sided yeah you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 hard sometimes because because like as as black fans we right. kind of we always we only see one side of the story you know and the the reason i love nxt 2.0 so much is, is and it's such a great watch is that it's like i go here and it's like i can see a you know a black north american champion that's talking right. like that's me exactly that's dressing like me that wearing fly like varsity jackets and stuff like that i was like yo I, you know what i'm saying i see that you know what i mean right yeah and, and uh, want to so, inspire too, you know we want to inspire you know we want kids to look up to us and be like damn i want to be like mellow i want to be like trick yeah. so that, yeah. that's that's important to us too yeah 
Yeah, that's fantastic. And so a few weeks ago, uh, there's a great lineage of Black uh, North American champions. How do you feel to be part of that, like, sort of lineage? That's a great point, man. That is a really good lineage. It's it's wild. Somebody did post a picture um, with, like, all of it. I think it's only been, like, 14 uh, mm-hmm. North American champions. But I don't know. You know, it feels it feels great. But I feel like the last couple of, of runs have been watered down. Um, and I feel like, and, and I'm just being honest, and I feel like that's part of the reason why I'm trying to run with this A champion thing. Um, I made a post on Twitter like an hour after I won the championship. I said, I'm going to make this championship the A championship. And that was just me talking smack. That wasn't me trying to, you know, pitch anything or move it forward and, and it caught. But I truly do feel that way, man. Like, the, you look at the lineage, you're right, bro. Like, there's so many good people that have held that championship. And it didn't get, it doesn't get the justice that it should have. So if, you know, if I can, you know, talk my talk and make people believe that it is more important than I guess, you know, people might look at it as, then I'm gonna do that. And I think people are starting to, to feel like it is more important now. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because when you when you cut that promo on, on Twitter and, and you posted it, we put it in our group chat, everybody was like, yo, He's next up. And it, it felt organic. It felt natural. It felt like it wasn't like, you know, a character driven thing with you where it's like, yo, I'm, I'm just going to I'm just going to film it outside because they told me to. You know what I'm saying? What 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 has changed or developed more with your, you know, your promos and stuff like that? Because the one you cut last night, I was like, yo, he's here. <laughs> like, yo, he's 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 really here. What like what what has changed in the way that you develop your promos? Yeah. You know what it is, bro, is I believe everything that I'm saying. Like, I don't say it unless I believe it. And, and, you know, it is, I do feel like that does that does hurt me a little bit because these older, you know, not only say older guys, but these get more, more experienced guys, I feel like they do take it to the head. But like I said in that first one, man, let me tell you, bro, Shawn Michaels told me, he said, I'm not here for you to help you be liked. I'm here to help you be successful. And that's coming from Shawn Michaels. I took that to heart. I said, you know what? Bet. If they don't like me, that's their problem. But I'm going to be successful one way or another. So that's how, you know, that's how I carry myself. So I, I, I say what I want to say, and, and I believe what I'm saying. And I think that they they believe what I'm saying, too. So it gets them a little bit pressed. And, and at the end of the day, I don't care. That, that's how I'm going to do my promos from this point on is just say what I feel. Hey, man, talk your talk. That's, that's what we like about you. You really – you keep it real on TV, off TV, it don't matter. Carmelo is Carmelo. You don't miss, like you said. But speaking of that, look, man, War Games is this Sunday. Uh, we've seen War Games in the past. What is you and your team, what are you guys going to do to really raise the bar and really take it to that next level and get that win? Yeah, uh, man, none of us have been in a War Games match. That's probably the, the biggest <laughs> the obstacle we're going to have to overcome. Um, as far as like what we need to do, but like we've been studying, man. We've been watching like as a team, actually, believe it or not. Like we we watched a couple war games matches and just got a feel of kind of the environment. Um, you know, there's really no telling, man. You guys are gonna have to tune in and find out on Sunday. But I just know that you got four hungry dudes, man, and we all want it. Like we all want it. Like you saw Braun, he put on last night. You know what I mean? That dude is a, is is really a genetic freak. And 
<laughs> you know, there's no telling what he's going to do on Sunday. And then you got Tony D'Angelo, who, you know, you guys haven't been able to see a lot of. So there's a lot of, you know, potential in somebody like that that you guys are, are going to get to see, I think, on t on uh, Sunday. And then uh, Grayson Waller, too, like who who's ready to show out at all costs. And, you know, with me is, is I don't miss. So I don't plan on missing on Sunday either. Uh, one thing one thing I love about the Carmelo Hayes kind of experience now and we can't we can't we can't have an interview without talking about him trick williams yeah how did you guys like link up like this this dude is is crazy like like do y'all ever get when he when he called pete dunn's mom a bobblehead did you, <laughs> like when you crazy, dude, I'm like what how did you guys meet man um trick got signed at the same time i got signed and he really didn't have any experience. Like he trained, I think he was training for maybe a couple months before he came here. He was actually training with like Rikishi and he was like in CW for a little bit. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. Um, so he had a little bit of experience, but um, it came down to like, Hey, we need to get trick on TV. You know, there's, there's something there with trick and, and mellow, you know, he kind of is doing his thing with the breakout tournament. Like let's throw them together. So they put Trick and I together, and, and and we were cool, but, like, we've gotten a lot. You know, now we're boys. Like, now we're tight for real, for real. Yeah. Um, but I think that they put us together, and it was like, all right, now go make it work. You know, and, and we, we made it work. I, I was going to fail. <laughs> and Trick knew for damn sure. Trick's like, get on. So we, yeah. both, we both got on and, and took us here. One one thing that that really stands out to me, I think Trick's kind of his banner performance was the the Halloween Havoc haunted house segment, yes. where he <laughs> literally stole the show. How like how was it creating that with him? And and you know he seems like a really creative guy. Like what what is it like working with Trick in that capacity? He's a natural. Like he's a natural at like he was born to do this. Or, or not even just this, like he was born to entertain. Like he puts the E in WWE, like 100%, you know, and, and that's why it's like he helps this, I guess, I don't want to say act because it's not an act, but he helps like, you know, he kind of, he's the perfect fit for somebody like me because I'm straight to the point and I, and I get in there and then I go, you know, I'm not really with the hee hee ha ha, but, but I will, but yeah. I'm pretty, pretty down to, to the point, but trick, he brings like a, an entertainment element to Carmelo Hayes um, to NXT 2.0, but working with him is great, bro. I mean, we bounce off each other so easily. Like when we need to come up with something, it's hey, I must say this, you say that, okay, yeah, yeah, and it's just like that. Man, he's he's one of a kind, bro. He's a superstar. Awesome. Okay, so I have a quick question. Now that everybody's Spotify Wrapped is out, everybody's posting their photos. Uh, what music are you listening to currently when you're in the gym or getting hyped or prepared for anything? Yeah, so like it's a variety of, of like, man, I'm listening to like Lil Baby, I'm listening to Polo G, I'm listening to man, NLE Chopper, uh, I'm listening to, I go back, I listen to Pop, I listen to Biggie, I listen to Snoop, man, I'm all over the place, but like definitely like my gym playlist is like what's hot right now, like even like Money Back Yo. Um, but like, I'm an old soul too, man. So it's like, I listen to a lot of the older stuff too. I man, I even love like R&B, old school R&B. Um, even like today, like, uh, Brent Fayez is really good. Um, there's so, there's so many good guys out right now. Um, but yeah, it's all over the place. I listen to, um, on Apple music, you go on rap life. You know what I'm talking about? That playlist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
it goes hard, bro. I get in the gym, I put that on, and I'm like, I'm a different person. Who, who, yeah. if, if you, if you had to have somebody walk you out, let's say, it's, let's say it's a, it's a, it's WrestleMania. Let's go, let's go big. Who, who would you want to to walk you out? What artist would you want to walk you out and perform a song? Damn, what a good question, bro. I would say, because mm, I'm thinking of the vibe, right? Yeah. I'm like who would, <laughs> who would my vibe? That would be good. Hey, little baby. And I don't. I, I think little baby will be will be tight. You think so? See, I yeah. didn't want to pick like a day rapper. I was thinking more like if somebody with like some credibility. I'm not saying that little baby don't got credibility. I mean somebody with like some like real been around the block type of like little, a OG. Little, like little baby got he got street credibility. So you know what I mean? Though, like somebody yeah. with name name. I, I don't wouldn't say Snoop, but like. OG level type of thing. Yeah, that's good, man. That's a, that's a good question. I, th- I might throw it on Twitter. I might say like, what do who do y'all think? <laughs> yeah, see, <you> know, <laughs> <get> people talking. So for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, look. So Carmelo, look. You, I I know you know you aren't the only you know famous mellow in sports. There's a couple other mellows out there now. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you a real hypothetical question. Three point shootout. Who you got? Lamelo Ball or Carmelo Anthony? <laughs> Listen, I'm going with OG Mello. You know, I okay. don't get me wrong, like nothing against LaMelo, but like I'm going with OG Mello all the way, bro. I got I'm, some man. I got some. <laughs> what when do you when do you think I mean you obviously we all watch NBA. When do you think the Suns are gonna lose, man? When? Uh, <laughs> I don't listen, here's the thing, bro, about the Suns. I'm really I really don't care too much about this. Listen, I'm a Celtics fan, bro. I'm from Boston, oh, so it's tough. Like it's not something I can't really support, but listen, bro. I'm more in football, bro. I'm more into like Patriots and stuff like that. So, where y'all from? Uh, I'm from Virginia, but I live in LA, Miami. I'm from Connecticut. Oh, you guys are all over the place. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) my man in Connecticut, we probably same same energy. Uh, oh. Patriots, <laughs> not so, not so much. I'm a, I'm a Dolphin, I'm a Dolphins guy. I'm a Dolphins guy. A Dolphins guy. I'm, I'm from Miami, Miami, and I don't understand. <laughs> no, I'm from Connecticut. He's from Miami, but look, like Ricky, Ricky. When I started watching football, Ricky Williams was the guy. So I was, you know, he caught me. I caught on to that. I became Miami fan. Unfortunately, I'm lo- I'm loyal to a fault. So it is what it is. Yeah, I'm a Tom Brady fan. But I'm not a Bucks fan. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Okay, okay, okay. All right, uh, and we we talked about Trick, Trick earlier. Uh, you and Trick both did a dark match on SmackDown. We were super excited for you. We we saw the pictures. It, it was it was great. Like, how did it feel to kind of be working on that on the WWE main stage? Like, what was? Do you have any nerves going in, or was it just kind of like, let me just execute the plan? A little bit of both. Like, it was weird because like right before leading up to it, when we were in gorilla position. It was like we didn't feel anything. It was like, oh man, this is like out of body, you know, because it was like, it, one thing about that match, it made me appreciate NXT a little bit more in the sense of like, um, it was more, I felt at home at NXT. I felt like really out of, it was just a weird feeling, man. Everything moves so different up there. And then, but it was an amazing experience, like being around that, being in front of that many people. Um, I think Trick started the match. 
And I'm glad he did because I was on the outside and I'm just like, my heart is beating. It's like, <laughs> holy crap, this is wow. crazy. As soon as I got tagged in, it was like go time. But like yeah. watching it from afar, I was like, man, this is kind of freaking crazy. But yeah, yeah great experience, man. Very, very, I'm, I'll be back up there sooner than later. Yeah. What, I mean, you got to see everybody pretty much on that roster. What, what is like your, what would be your dream, like main roster? I know this is like everyone asks this, but we got to know, you know, because it's you. Who would you want to face on the main roster? Roman. I feel like that's the only answer. You know, if you, <laughs> I feel like go big or go home. It's Roman, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is he kind of like a, he's kind of like a mythical kind of like figure. I, I would, I would think all over the company really, where it's just like everyone's looking at Roman, like that's the gold standard. Is, is that true? Yeah, that's true, bro. He's that guy for real. Like I, I met him when I did SmackDown. He's that guy. Like yeah. he is that guy. So, yeah, yeah. He's the guy that you should want to wrestle because he's the big money guy. You think about it, big match, big moments. Like he's that guy. And um, go ahead, go ahead, go. Ahead. I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna ask you, uh, like, when you when you were backstage, uh, was there anybody you met, you saw that you were just like, wow, I can't believe I finally met this guy or girl? Was there somebody like I want? I don't want to say like starstruck, but like somebody who's like, wow, I can't believe like. I'm really beating this person. Um, no, I mean, they were everybody showed love, believe it or not. Like a lot of those guys, they they watch, you know, they knew who we were. Um everybody was very cool. Like the Usos were really cool. Um, Paul Paul Heyman was very cool to me. Um, Cesaro and all those guys are like really, really cool. They yeah. they you know what I mean? It's not like because like they know we're coming up. So it's like they're like, all right, like we gotta Keep an eye on these guys because yeah. these are be our, I don't want to say competition, but our, you know, we're gonna be working with these guys in right. the near future. So everybody was really cool. Like I I've, I've known Sasha. Um, you know, I met Charlotte, she was cool. So yeah, no, I didn't really get it wasn't like a Starstruck thing because I'm a pro. But the end of the day, <laughs> for sure, I'm, for sure. <laughs> All know? right. Well, well, I know that you're busy. You gotta you gotta, you know, you gotta train, you gotta do everything. You guys have a big match coming up. Uh, as always, thank you, Carmelo. Hayes for for joining the show. This has been a long time coming. I'm I'm so glad we got to talk to you today, bro. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me. If you were trying to hit me up at any point, my bad, because <laughs> everything goes through, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I'm glad we got you here, and I'm pretty sure this won't be the last time you're on the show. Thank you so much, Carmelo. Yeah, for the show. Definitely get me back. Get trick on too, man. We'll get trick on him. for sure. For sure, oh, man. The dual interview. <laughs> <laughs> we got to. We got to. As always, you guys. Uh, NXT. War Games, Sunday, December 5th, streaming live at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, exclusively on Peacock in the U.S. This is The War Report, and we'll be right back with more NXT Talk. Man, what an interview. That was uh, so much fun doing that with uh, Carmelo and the guys. Uh, man, I, like I said earlier... I had some friends coming in, um, and this is no different. Cyrus is on assignment. So um, I brought a longtime friend of mine, longtime internet friend. You know how you got, like, friends that you've had on the internet just for a long time? You just, y'all just been growing up together. Me and this guy have been, you know, in contact with each other since the old wrestling forum days, back when I was in high school and in early college. Um, Chris Mack is here, man. Chris, hey, what's man. up, man? Long, long time hey. coming. 
I mean, it felt like it would be close to the sandbox. So how long we know each other? It's been over mm-hmm. like 15 years. You watched my kid grow. Yeah. All, all like, that, really, man. dog? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, full disclosure, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, happy to come in once again, you know, uh, hanging out with the guys at the A Show and RNC uh, and get to share my fast wealth of knowledge and, you know, the world of sport. Happy to happy to have you. As soon as uh, Cyrus said he wasn't coming in, I said, "Oh, I already know what I'm about to get," because it's been overdue. Um, how you been, man? How was your holiday? How was Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, it was pretty good. Um, uh, me, me and the lady, we uh, just had some dinner, you know, at her place. So, uh, some ham, mac and cheese. It was nice. I didn't enjoy watching the Cowboys lose. But I managed to end up watching a whole lot of soccer too, so it was pretty cool. You know, it was a pretty decent um, Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, I um I went to my brother's house. So he made yo he made some oxtail, bro. I had oxtail and oh man, man. I, I, yo, I saw I saw that tweet. I was like, damn man, damn, I want some oxtail too. I had oxtail, so I don't know what the price of oxtail is right now, but it's probably not something I can afford. But you know, <laughs> what whatever. Um, but yeah, I went to my brother's house. My mom was over there. Um, I brought my daughter with me. She had ate with her mom. Then she came with me. Cause you know, how black people do, you know, we, we, yeah. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, his kids were there. So it was a real, it was a real fun time. We, uh, me and my, me and my cousin Booby, we got into a little debate about AEW and, uh, WWE. He's a big AEW oh, guy. Man. So <laughs> shout out to Booby. I'm going to send this to him later on. But um, man, let's get in the, in the trenches, man. We got a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff happened. And yeah, man. Yeah, on well, short notice too. Like it notice. happened, you know, it happened within like the last, you know, 24, 48 hours. So yeah, so yeah, um, pretty much he's some of the chopper teeth in, man. So yeah, um, here's some. We got more NXT contract talk. Everybody's favorite. Uh huh. From Fightful. Um. We're mostly talking about Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly, two guys who've been brought up a, uh, a few times now. We know their contracts are up real soon. It was noted that I believe Kyle's, or was it? It was either Kyle or Gargano. One of them had signed an, ex- I believe it was Gargano signed an extension. Garga- past, yeah, Gargano signed the extension. Past War Games to finish to finish the match. Um, what was that? <laughs> but, oh. Uh, I heard something in the background. But, yeah, um, so Gargano <clears throat> signed an extension. I believe they're – according to Fightful, they've been in talks – contract talks since October. Um, like I've been saying for weeks now, I don't think Gargano's going anywhere. It doesn't – I don't – like, it's not like – I can see, you know, with Kevin Steen or Kyle O'Reilly, he was on the road with those guys, you know, the Bucks and all of them. Like, he was on the road with them, He, you know. They're friends. I don't really know if Gargano really rocks with like the the elite like that. Like, I don't really remember them being on the same shows together on you know on the indies. Do you? Nah, nah, man. Um, Johnny was mainly like you know he's an he was a Valve guy. I he's mean, other than uh, his days, in, other than his days in PWG, uh, he normally did work with Adam Cole. You know, during like the early um, Dragon Gate USA days and the Evolve days. But the only time they really had interact with anybody in the elite was during um, the P- PWG years, and even then, I haven't seen them um, work together that much, especially with the Bucks. But you know, he was really just his own dude. You know, being the yeah. guy of um, Evolve. 
That's why I was so confused seeing everybody talking about um, yeah, Gargano was like for sure going to AEW. I'm like, where is this coming from? I don't, remember, I, <laughs> I don't remember them having any prior history. Now Kyle, Kyle's yeah. a little bit different. Now, according to Fightful, it still seems they're still kind of unknown what Kyle is going to do. In my opinion, I think he's out of here. As soon as I saw Von Wagner on yeah. SmackDown two weeks ago. I said, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, I thought, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought they scrapped the whole thing all together the moment I saw him on SmackDown. I was like, dang, it's over like that? <laughs> they, they moved him up immediately? It had him as like Adam Pierce, uh, new security or whatever. Because that, that was just a weird segment. Yeah, because he didn't he didn't really talk. They didn't, uh, they barely like acknowledged him. And then he wasn't there last week. So I don't know what that was about. I don't know if it was like a test of like how he looks on TV next to Adam. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't make much sense to me. Uh, I, I hope that he that was very strange. Explain man. it. Um, but yeah, Kyle leaves. I understand. I'm like, you know what? I get it. The rest of his friends are over there. I, I feel like yeah. with Kyle, they really gave it a shot with the main event. Um the main event situation they put him with cross and it, i just feel like i don't know if maybe it's just the fact that he was working with cross and that kind of hurt him but it, i just yeah. feel like his solo run really didn't hit like that i don't think the cool kyle thing really hit like that it just i don't know man i'm nah. afraid to say it because i love kyle right kyle is one of my favorite yeah. wrestlers ever i kind of think he might be a tag team guy yeah it, it plus that the cool cow shit man was not working uh like for like main tv like you know that was cool to see you know during the indies especially in Reseda. like they, you know they, they always go in for crazy stupid shit like that but him trying to you know go and do the 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 weird denim and and having like uh what he, what he was wearing like wu-tang at one point he had like a wu-tang shirt or some shit he was definitely wearing like hot topic t-shirts over or under, denim, on, over denim flannel yeah weird flannel you know, ripped jeans and, uh, and the jean jacket mohawk. with the sleeves cut. It was but, uh, bad, man. But <laughs> other than that, yeah, he's a fantastic wrestler, though. And yeah. I really was pulling for him, you know, to be like, you know, a, a main event worthy, you know, worker. Uh, during his time, you know, his series of matches with Finn Balor, you know, and his, you know, his work with Adam Cole, but it, it just wasn't hidden by the time he was getting there with Cross it, to the point that they did have to bring in all the other guys. You know, for like that fatal five way, and you know, and after that, you know, Kyle was just sent, sent to the wolves. He was sent back in by the time NXT 2.0 came to be. And um, if he, you know, if he did cho- decided to, you know, go and work with Vaughn, uh, you know, for the duration of his um tenure there, that would be uh, that's that's pretty cool. But um, but it's funny because you know, in the in the FIFA report, uh, it said uh he didn't even know that his contract was close to expiring. Yeah, um, I don't know who's working in the WWE offices. <laughs> oh yeah, they, 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 there's some kind of like there's some kind of uh, mis uh, communication going on between people's yeah. contracts and yeah. when they're over because this is happening way too often. We're hearing too many stories about people not knowing when their contract is up or WWE not knowing when the the wrestlers' contracts are up. I, I mean, I know they got a lot of guys, but <laughs> I feel like they should be more organized in this when it comes to these contracts. Um, but yeah, that's that's where we're at with it. Um, speaking of contracts, Big Swole from AEW and AEW have seen to be they've uh parted ways. Um, mm. it's it's uh, it's unfortunate, uh, because 
Big Swole was always just there on and off because of, you know, her condition. She has a uh, Crohn's disease. I didn't really know what Crohn's disease oh, wow. was. You didn't know that? I, I, I didn't know she had that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's why she's on and off TV. I didn't really know what Crohn's disease was until I checked it earlier today. And if you don't know, it has something to do more with the digestive area. And I mean, it can be from like severe to, you know, you barely even notice it and you can live day to day with it. But like, I guess um, it's basically like you just have like, it can be like, I don't want to like minimize it, but like really like bad cramps or things like that. Like it just something, I, it's it's to a condition where I wouldn't want to wrestle while having it. I can tell you that much. The last thing I want to do is wrestle somebody. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say this to the fact that she, um that she even have that and was able to still compete and train, you know, on a, on a daily basis. I mean, you know, credit to her. Yeah. Nothing so but respect go to, through uh, that, man. Well. But, but uh, apparently I guess, you know, it was just, just too much to bear and, you know, she couldn't continue on. Um, and, you know, decided to part ways, you know, um, I really hope, you know, it still turns out, you know, well for her in the end, you know, and, you know with her family uh, and, um, and, and, whatever endeavor she can pursue outwards, you know, post-wrestling. Um, or hopefully she'd be able to do come back in through the ring. But um, yeah, I don't believe she said she's done yeah. wrestling. I think she just said she's yeah. just done with AEW. It was just weird because it seems it, like they never... It is, kind of, it is kind of murky, though, how that is, you know. I mean, it, it could be partially because of her, her ailment, but, you know, she always has been fairly outspoken at times, too. Which is, you know, is interesting how this all been brought up. Oh no, she was riding for AEW heavy. You know yeah. what? I respect it. Yeah. I respect riding for your, uh, for your team. But um, yeah, it just seemed kind of like they never really used her. I don't know if it was because of sickness or they were afraid to like, we don't want to put you in a program and then you can't work. Which you know would suck. I don't, I, just, I don't know. It's, it seemed like they left on uh, amicable terms. So I'm gonna take their word for it. Uh, best yeah. of luck to um Big Swole, man. Um, let's keep it going with the AEW talk. I know I said I didn't want to talk about this anymore, <laughs> but Tony Khan, he's tweeting, man. Um, Chris, you want to get into it, man? He, man, this he dude, he uh, uh, man, this guy is, uh, I, I don't know what's up with him. He, he's, he, he's something else. He's a different breed, bro. And not the best kind either. <laughs> oh, let me go find the tweet real quick. Yeah, uh, because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so for those that um that didn't know, uh, Tony Khan decided to interject himself into a conversation between a couple of wrestling fans on Twitter, which is you know kind of unbecoming of a promotion CEO or a billionaire CEO, for example, to you know communicate with like you know the good minnows of society <laughs> about Adam Cole's booking and his placement on the AEW roster, which actually he's in a pretty good spot right now. Um, you know, you what? know before, especially before, just, he just came in. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Before, I know people keep making this big deal out of Adam Cole, like, oh, he's not in the main event. I'm like, yo, he just got there. Like, let's give it some time. I'm not even on that. My whole thing is, yo, why are you tweeting people, bro? You are a big Yeah, man. man. I'm like, what the fuck? He, no, not, not just tweeting people, tweeting them in Wrestling Forum 2010 Slink like over AF, like why are you yeah. saying over <laughs> AF? 
Adam Cole's so over or, out there. Yeah, bro, you booked him. What? Or, you know, the Raiders are dope, bro. And like, yeah. I'm like, what? And he's tweeting about ratings again, you know. Yeah, I don't and, like that. I, for his Thanksgiving race, I'm like, bro, man, he's not even like talking about the Rampage numbers, <laughs> which weren't all that great for Black yeah. Friday. He can't probably, talk about he could have said it was the first time ever. The first, you know, the first views that they had because it was their first Black Friday rampage. But man, look, you know, I, this, I, guy, this guy is something else, man. He, he's he's corny as hell. Like he really is, bro. He's a dork, man. <laughs> I look, I I like AEW. I, I I know it's common misconception that we don't like AEW on on this podcast. Well, I can't speak for Cyrus. I can speak for me. Uh, no, nah, yeah, that, 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 he hate, he hates them, man. He hates them a lot. I, I, for me, I, I'm just I'm I'm just kind of annoyed with the product right now. And even though I do like some of the guys that are there on the roster, I will stop to watch, you know, Brian Danielson or CM Punk or you know Lee Moriarty as you know they all appeared to sit on tonight's episode or you know or from the the episode. And um, but the show is so inconsistent, man. You know, especially like one week it will flow well, have nice progression, and then the next week it everything is just running into each other and none of it's making sense. So I mean, I just can't really enjoy it all together. But hey, man, you know, if folks like it, I mean, that's you know, go in bed. I'm not knocking anyone for liking it. Um, someone tweeted a couple of weeks ago. I meant to bring it up on the podcast. Someone tweeted that you could tell. Um. Tony Khan used to play Extreme Warfare Revenge on the computer. Oh, a yeah, back, a yeah, lot yeah, back in the yeah. day with the way how you yeah, yeah. show. And I was like, yeah, you know yeah, what? Dude, <laughs> that that does sound like uh, his shows are kind of run like an EWR uh, simulated show. <laughs> if y'all don't well, know what most... Extreme Warfare Revenge is, it was like an old simulator, uh, like Windows-based simulator uh, wrestling booking game. I mean, it's still it, it, it had the forums on lock, man. It still is around. I, I have a copy right now. I, I still see. have. I still have it in my drive. I used to play that in high school so much. <laughs> I still, um, I still have it. So I'll, I'll play from time to time. Yeah, from time to time, I'll just see if there's a fresh pack, and I will go and update it to see what the rosters are looking like. But yeah, yeah it, it, it was the forum thing, and he has every matches, but he has every match that ends in a running. So yeah, he definitely is an EVA guy. Exactly. Um, enough, enough of all this talk. Let's get straight to, uh, let's get to AEW, man. Oh yeah. Listen, last week you said you were disappointed in me, and that's interesting, because honestly, I'm proud of you, man. I really am. I am. It takes a lot of balls to come out here and claim to be the best in the world when you're struggling to beat the likes of QT Marshall and Lee Moriarty. I guess the only thing you're the best in the world at nowadays is trying to get in Britt Baker's pants. What's the matter, PG Punk? You look unamused. Coincidentally, that's exactly what Brit would look like if you got her in the bedroom. <laughs> Buddy, you ain't CM Punk. You're one pump chump. All right. AEW. Um, mm-hmm. First things first, I'm going to keep it stacked with y'all. I wasn't feeling this episode. <laughs> this, this, this one wasn't it. Um, very, very disappointing show, especially you know be, being at you know in in Atlanta. You know, like compared, to, la- compared to the last Atlanta show, the last Atlanta show was fantastic. The one with the cage yeah. match, that that episode was a banger. Um, 
first thing, first and foremost, foremost, um, well wishes to uh, Jim Ross. Get well soon. I know he's taking some time off from the show to yeah. deal with um, the cancer. Um, so best of luck. Get well soon, man. Um, so we had a lot of a, a rotate a rotating third mic on commentary for most of the night, and it started off with Hangman Page because first match of the night, Brian Danielson versus the War Report favorite AEW <laughs> roster member, Alan Angels. <laughs> um, this is Alan Angels' hometown, and um, yeah, the, Alan Angels pretty much got his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what happened in this match. I don't really have much else to say on it. As he yeah, should, you know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I noticed that uh, these uh, the the last three matches of um dancing against the Dark Order members here lasted about five or six minutes, and then he beat him down. So yeah, he just dominated the entire match for most part. You know, Alan Angels had had a couple of good hot spots in, but in the end, we knew what was going to happen. Danielson slapped him up, stomped his face in, and then found him in the heel hook knee bar which, you know, he didn't let go of for the submission. And um, he threatened or per- tried to provoke, you know, at, um, at Hangman Page to hit him because uh, the two aren't allowed to touch each other until winter is coming in two weeks, uh, where Hangman sure. and Danielson are finally having their title match. Can't wait for that. It's going to be a banger. And, uh, but John Silver, um, what actually, I, I'm really excited for this. Um, Silver versus Danielson next week. In New York, um, but John Silver came out and tried to run in to attack Danielson, but Danielson ran off. Fine segment, fine opening segment, but man, they they really are going headstrong with like opening the show up with Brian most of the time. It's, it's either Brian or Punk, and it's so crazy. Like Brian Danielson is just light years above everybody else on that roster. Yeah. <laughs> like character wise, <laughs> he is so much. Like he's only how long has he been here? What two months? Yeah, I feel like months. two months. And and I he, feel like he's already yes, like the number one character. On his, yeah, and like he's having the best matches, and then he's had he had the best character work. He like he look how seeming like anybody else who turned heel immediately like that, it would have came off really like too like whoa whoa where this Weird. come from? But but Brian, it was just like it was natural and like it's believable. He's getting cocky out here. He wants that championship, and it just like you can tell. This man has been wrestling on TV for over a decade, and he gets yeah. it. And it's like I don't really, I don't have an equivalent. It's like maybe like if if like LeBron James went to go play in the G League for like a couple months, and you can just tell like the difference in like quality of of athlete. With, yeah, right. It's 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 amazing how good this guy is, and yeah, man. I think him and um. Hangman are having a great feud so far. I like, I like personally. I like the whole like I'm gonna run through the whole Dark Order angle. I think it's, it's cool. fun. So um, this is gonna be a great first feud for Hangman Page, and I'm really happy we're getting this match at um, Winter is Coming. That is one bright spot I'm looking forward to within the next couple of weeks for AEW. Uh, you think um, you think uh, Hangman's going to give Brian his uh, first loss? Oh yeah, it will be his first loss, right? Yeah, um, yeah, because he's uh, he has one draw. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna lose, and that's fine. You can take that. Yeah, which you know, which is good. That 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 because that that's the type of uh, victory that you know Page needs to solidify his reign. Definitely, so that would definitely for that. For sure. Um, next up, what else big happened? Let's see. 
CM Punk, <clears throat> excuse me, versus Lee Moriarty. Yeah. Now, this match, pretty good. Um, shout out to Lee Moriarty for the MF Doom mask. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, good. You so the match was cool. However, mm-hmm. Punk looked kind of tired. I know. I guess um, yeah. kind of. <laughs> I guess he had, uh, as Caliber kind of noted, he had uh, some kind of respiratory infection, non-COVID. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, that's probably why. But, man, you, you could tell he was definitely a step slower tonight. And yeah, uh, it, it didn't help that MDF kept pointing it out <laughs> that he was moving a step slower on commentary. Yeah, it, it, did, it did help that he was on commentary in general because uh, he pretty much kind of helped drag the match down a little bit with his commentary. But it was still good work altogether. Solid, fine TV match. Moriarty looked great, man, and um, I, I like the real. I like the finish, you know, where he uh tried to counter him. What looked like it was going for a reverse gore buster, and then hit him with the GTS for the win. Yeah, that's uh, hard. that was the best part of the segment. Just that yeah, match. Cause, cause Every day after, it just went downhill. It went downhill real quick because an MJF got on the mic, and let me tell you, first of all, during commentary, <laughs> he kept calling uh CM Punk PG Punk. I don't know if that's supposed to be some kind of insult. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, because he know. was on he, WWE he, when it was PG. He also made a cooking meth reference too for his actually, CM name. Actually, actually laughed at that. That was I laughed at that too. I did laugh. That was funny. That was the rest of the only life he got out of me, man. But the rest of it, yeah, um, yeah. MJF, this he would not in his bag this week. This was not a good promo for MJF. Um, uh, at some at some point, he um decided that. He wanted to involve Britt Baker into this promo. I don't know why, because she had nothing to do with anything outside of the fact that, like, he meant that Punk mentioned her, like, briefly in the promo last week, which, by the way, was a good promo. Not the best promo within the last 20 years, but it was a good promo. But, um, yeah, so crazy, so, man. I don't know what that's about. But, like, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's just like, what are we doing here? Like, it, uh, like I, MJF frustrates me so much because. I see the potential in him. I see it. I know it's there. He can work. He can talk. The problem is he keeps trying to go for the low-hanging fruit and go for, like, shocks. He's like, this is like Goblin-era Tyler, the creator. Like, you see the potential. You know what's, like, you know what's, like, okay, I see what's going on here. Yeah, he he has the vision. You can tell he's a student of the game. But, like, you don't need to do this shock shit. Yeah, he just keeps doing it. And it's, it's hurting the quality of his promos. I know. I, I I mean, I guess some people like it, but it's really not for me. And I wish he would just stop. Like, yo, just be like, just tell the story without having to try to go for like, oh, your your uncle's dead, or you know, what I mean, like, why? For what? What is that? What do you think from that? You try to be more creative. You yeah. know, it have yeah. I mean, you know, bring 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 some like literary references into it, man. Like, you know, pull pull some reality, like not in the, in the sense of insulting and going for the low-hanging fruit in these promos but pull pull something that people could actually gravitate towards you know that they could feel like what la knight did oh i digress though but la knight showed how to cut a promo in under a minute let alone 45 seconds so i know that mgf can pretty much do the same thing but you know yeah but just the cheap shots uh the cheap heat slander the insults like it it does not work for me you know i i don't feel the vibe at all yeah this one wasn't good um usually like, sometimes and, i can look past it but this week no insinuating that cm punk wants to have sex with um 
Britt Baker is it's nonsense. It didn't have nothing. It, it, it was so forced. You know what it reminded me of? Speaking of Britt Baker, it reminded me when Britt Baker made that comment about um, blood money for no reason. It had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> you remember that? The Saudi Arabia thing? It had. Uh, oh. She just cut like a promo. I think it was like Chris Statlander or something like that. And she was like, I don't. She's all of a sudden she's like brought up like blood money from Saudi Arabia, and I'm like, what did that have to do with anything? It was so random. But um, and speaking of like, uh, harking back to the consistency issues, man, like Britt Baker is in the very next segment, the very next segment, right after that, and then Adam Cole is like right after that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you see, MJF insulting, pretty much insulting the women's champion of the company. Also, the girlfriend of a member on the roster, and yet they're, it's all good. <laughs> they're just going to go about their business. It's like, like what Sarah says, they're all in their own universe. They're really in their own universe. Like nothing else on the show matters to them, which, you know, that's that's what throws me off with watching, the, watching Dynamite week in and week out. Whatever. Um, this wasn't MJF night. That's all I got to say. Uh, better luck <laughs> next week. Um, next up. Ruby Soho versus Chris Statlander, TBS tournament quarterfinal. Um, did you enjoy this match? Not really, but it was fine. Like, you know, it, it, was, it was decent for what it was. You know, Ruby got the victory. Moving, I feel like they're moving kind of slow. I mean, slower than Ruby usual. Got, Ruby and Stat normally does move slow from time to time. So I'm not surprised, surprised with that at all. And, you know, and, you know, Ruby does have her own injury issues in the past. You know, it was, it was decent for what it was. I mean, Ruby got the win. She's going to be facing uh, Nyla Rose in the semifinals now for the TBS title. Correct. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, so it's all good. The final four now. So you have Dunder Rosa and Jay Carjo. And now Ruby, so um, Ruby Soho and uh, Nala Rose. I mean, that's a it's a good semifinals list. If anything, so I think those are gonna be two I'm, good matches. I'm I'm interested in seeing what happens here because who is like, your pick right. right now? Put you on the spot. Who's your pick? Who's all TBS right, man. Champion? Uh, TBS champion. I'm still going with Jade. You know, I actually had the final being Jade and Nyla, but I don't know now. You know, but Jade's still my winner. But I don't Jade, know what the final's no, going to be. Jay wouldn't Jade and Nyla be fired if Jade can pick Nyla up. I'm sure she <laughs> That's can. What that spot will go crazy. It's, it's like when event, the eventual uh, Bianca Belair KOD on Dewdrop. The crowd's going to yeah. go crazy when it happens. So I mean, I'm cool. That'd be a fun final. I'm not even mad at that. Personally, I want Thunder Rosa to win it. Thunder Rosa yeah. long overdue for some kind of championship. She's, I say, second most over woman on the roster. Um, mm-hmm. maybe third, maybe Ruby might be a little more over, but she definitely like is it, definitely Britt Baker number one, and then possibly Thunder Rosa or Ruby is number two. And I think I, Thunder's been consistently good since she's been signed, and she hasn't really gotten an opportunity, even though she did beat Britt Baker in that lights out match. People keep like don't bring that they keep, up. Yeah, they, keep alluded, they keep <laughs> alluded to it as well, you know, whenever they interact with each other. Which, uh, you know, which begs me to think that would, if Thunder Rosa does, you know, look to be the TBS champion for a minute, that's just going to pull her away from the AEW's title picture, which but it's fine. looks kind of barren, but it looks, I mean, it looks kind of barren to me. If they yeah. don't want, if they don't want that match to happen, they want to save Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker for another time, or because, you know, like, 
I don't know. They, I they also go for title for title, but I mean, how? how, how I don't think they want to do that that wait? soon. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea why they haven't done it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, see, it's just so... you got to be perplexed, man. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's, just, it. it's, perfl- it's perplexing because she's clear as day, like the best challenger for Brit. And honestly, they should get that title off for Brit because I just don't see any challengers for her outside of Thunder Rosa. Unless what I'm seeing now is they're doing some decision between her and Jamie Hayter. Yeah, they, they've been Which, it's been kind of like brewing a little bit. Yeah, but I mean they got um, Jamie Hayter gonna have to go rack up some wins on uh, Dark because yeah, uh, I don't think she's had too many enough. matches. Yeah, I don't think she's had <laughs> too many just, matches. Yeah, but also, well, we do know that um, on Rampage, um, Riho defeated Britt Baker um, yeah. to get a, a match for the championship. So I think that's coming up. I don't know. I would probably winner is coming. I'd imagine that should be a fun match. I don't see Riho winning. Yeah, but it should be a fun match. Um, Next up, let's talk about it, man. <laughs> street fight. Atlanta, I, I'm sorry, Atlanta street fight. Atlanta Cody Rhodes street fight. versus Andrade El Idolo. Now, before we get into it, the finish or whatever, I will say, you, you know how I feel about Cody. This match was actually kind of fun. I enjoyed I had yeah, fun man. watching this match. Yo, Cody's great in plunder matches, man. Like, even if they aren't, like, phenomenal or like match of the year candidate or any of a four star it's 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 just fun seeing him like get his ass kicked <laughs> for throughout the match you know ble- bleeding like his pops used to you know giving it that 80s old school feel but you know modernizing it uh our anderson fell on his ass on stage i don't know what happened there no, uh, this is the like second time he's done that <laughs> Andrade came and jumped Cody. Next thing you know, I see Arn down, and I don't think um, Andrade's homeboy Jose um, was attacking him either. But yeah, he was down, and you know he got up for a bit. And, you know he was all good and whatnot. But yeah, and T Pain was there too. Like he was in the crowd. He was that was that was Cody. that was for the go that was for the go the go big show go go big yeah yeah go big so show. It was and funny you bring up the Art Anderson thing though. Yeah. The Art Anderson thing though was funny because like. <laughs> Um, yeah, the way he fell over was just so like it's like nobody touched him. He just fell over like Humpty Dumpty off the side of the fucking <laughs> for no reason. Get that man! It should there. be looking. It should be looking hilarious, man. Dog, this, this is, is the second. second time this, happened. this is the second time he's fell over for no reason during a match. <laughs> well, the first time he just fell early or something. I don't know. Either way, it that so off the jump is already shenanigans. Ron Anderson falls yeah. over. Um, Jose and Arn Anderson are fighting on the ramp, and then the match is madness from there. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't even recall all the spots. There was a, a one point he hit uh, Andrade hit Cody with a, a laptop, kind of hard way, low key too. He hit him kind of hard with that laptop. He made he wanted to yeah. make sure it broke in the ring. Um, man, there's a open. Uh, there was a back body drop on the outside. There was table spots. Um, at one point, because you know Cody can't help himself. Go under the ring, grab the kendo stick. Nah, go under the ring again. Let me get the, a sledgehammer. Come on, dog. We still on this? Um, you you end up going for the golden shovel instead. You get that golden shovel instead. That's like that's like that's like that's meta on top of meta. Fucking <laughs> uh, wink, wink, nudge. I don't know. That was that was just silly, really silly nonsense. Yeah, he got to let it go, bro. <laughs> just let it go, man. Let it go. Um, but yeah, the, the finish though is uh, well, before we even get to the finish, Cody had like 
it looked like his back was peeling the whole match. I'm like, yo, did he get like a bad tanner? I'm like, did he get sunburnt? I'm just like, I thought he was his... cooked by the pyro because I, yeah. you know, his interest was happening. And yeah. I was away from almost away from my screen when they happened. So by the time he was introduced, you know, and then Drade attacked, him, I was like, "What did a pyro cook this back up or something?" He didn't, he didn't, even, he didn't even get the pyro. Hadrade uh, attacked him <sighs> during his entrance, so it's just <laughs> I don't know. So I'm sitting there like, "What is that on his back?" It looked like it was like his skin was peeling off. And I'm just like, "That's so strange." And then it all makes sense when you know the, the end of the match, Cody and Andrade are perched up on the top rope. And then we see Brandy Rhodes, who we have not seen since the birth of um, their child. Um, she comes out, brings out the, the gas gasoline, uh, lighter fluid on the um, table, lights that bad boy up, and then it's a back body, uh, back, uh, what was it, like a reverse suplex or something? I don't know what the hell he did. Either way, Andrade hit that table, that flaming table, but Cody went full-on back first <laughs> into that flaming <laughs> table. <laughs> Which I, I think that was pretty intentional, considering that you know his whole back was all lathered up. I, I'm sure Cody wanted to take the brunt of the of, of the bump. However, I don't he, think he, he took, wanted to he, take he, he took all the of the bump. Of the bump. <laughs> <laughs> he took all of that. All of that all, flame was on his all of the bump. <laughs> that man was on literally on fire <laughs> while he pinned on Andrade. <laughs> you know what? The table me was still burning. The table still burned after table the back still, too. That you know that was a cool shot when like, after you pinned him when like you had the, like you see the flaming table and then you see Cody in the background. Yeah. But you know, like uh man, Cody, a true hero. Give he's giving himself to this, to wrestling, to this company, to this family, to his legacy. He's still getting booed though. For all of us, Cody is standing here bare, open, vulnerable, and taking a world of pain for all of this. God damn, Cody, this hurts. But respect. That's just all I got. Still getting booed, though. <laughs> still getting booed. Even even in his hometown, he's still getting booed. Even yeah. though, for real, he's from Marietta. And, 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 and Dynamite was in Duluth, which is like everything is 30 minutes away from the Metro City. <laughs> so Marietta style races. Is there races over there? Uh, um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, I'm in Stone Mountain. It, it's probably about more of the same. Okay. That's fine. Um, yeah, that was, I mean, if you were to check out uh, Dynamite tonight, those were probably the four main things I would say to watch. The rest of the stuff that happened tonight was just kind of stuff that happened. Uh, Miro was in Purgatory. He was doing the uh, his best rendition of the D'Angelo How Does It Feel video. Um, he was in a white room um, in his gear talking to God. I don't know what about this time because I wasn't listening. Um but yeah, he, he was in the same room Squidward was in when um, he broke the time machine and he was alone and all the alones popped in. Um, do you have anything to say about Miro? <laughs> nah, nah. I, I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do with him now. Like, all right, he lost the TNT title. Uh, he's not in the AEW title picture. I mean, what, what else is there for him to do? Like, I mean, he could out. go for Paige. He could go for Paige after Brian, but... I don't. I don't know. Like I think they're probably. I, I don't know. Maybe Punk. Possibly go for. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't either. But <laughs> they need something for him to do. I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> um. Let's see. Wardlow had a match. Squashed. Um. Darren Williams. That's all I got from that. 
You thought the same thing. I was like, who is this dude? Who's this Darren Williams looking nigga? That was 2008 Darren Williams. I was like, I was actually, I was confused whether to know if, if he was a brother or not. I was just staring at him all the while, you know, Warlow just power bombed him to hell and ended the match that. that way. I, I, what are they doing with Warlow, man? I don't understand what's going on with this. They, they, they've been teasing that him and MDF are going to break up for like six months, but I feel like it hasn't really advanced anywhere. And he just kind of just beating up guys and I guess racking up wins on Dark and occasionally on Dynamite. But that's kind of it for Wardlow. I don't, I mean, let's do something with this guy, man. He deserves better, but he, he hasn't done much since the inner, inner circle feud or, you know, in his stuff with Luciosaurus. I, I, again, like, I mean, just uh, the back, um, take it back with Miro. Like, they, they Miro's reign could have used some big hoss battles in. And Luchasaurus and Warlow would have been fun to have to do a change of pace. It gave them something to do, but yeah, he deserves to do something else. Like I don't know what what it, would they have him being MJF's bodyguard for, and he's not even particularly involved with them most of the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, free free my man, bro. Free Warlow. I'm I'm starting to move it. The free Warlow movement. Um, Grand, Grand uh, Metal League got freed, so. I need somebody else to yell free, and we got to free um free my guy, man. Um, last but not least, Sting and Darby Allen against the Gun Club. Boy, did I not care, <laughs> man. This is like a dream match from like thirty years ago, but <laughs> that's a lie because I didn't care about Billy Gunn and that. <laughs> no, man, Billy like, Gunn. No, I'm like, no, it's just actually, you know, the moment this match was announced that it was going to happen next, I, I left the room and I decided to fix myself something to eat. <laughs> I will say something nice. Uh, I like Sting and Darby's um, face paint. Besides that, I got nothing else. Also, Billy Gunn is ridiculously big. Like, I, like, I, like, I know he's a big dude. Every time I see this guy, I'm like, this dude is huge. Why is he so big? That Jacksonville gas, man. He's like, what is he, like 6'8"? He's six eight. What was he? Two sixty, two seventy. Like, bro, he's he's, he's huge. Mess. Like, he's I, it, it, it just really shows how, like how but, big those guys were in the nineties because he's like a regular dude. Any other time, I mean, but, he, he he was roided up too. He still is probably. So probably you know, still is. <laughs> how old is he? He had to be like damn near what? He's got to be like he, damn near sixty. Yeah, damn near sixty. Like he's, he's he's 60 yeah. So like, yeah. Shout out to Billy Gunn, man. <laughs> Shout out to Billy Gunn, man. I, Good for you. you, know, you know, I've always been a fan. You know, I've been like somewhat of a fan of his since in UHL. I'll say one, you know, one of the, the best tag team workers of his generation. You know, I'll give him that. Um, and shout out to Colton Gunn for getting a match with Sting. That would be, you know, that must be so cool for like all the young guys who get to wrestle Sting. Like when 2.0 yeah, did it, I'm cool. like, yeah, it must be like a, a great feeling. I got to wrestle Sting, man. Also, come on, Sting. You can't wrestle in a t shirt. I don't want t shirt Sting. If you're going to wrestle, take that shirt off. He needs to get on the Billy Gunn regiment so he can get his body back to where it was in uh but, but he in, wrestled in the late but, 90s. but he wrestled with his shirt off before. That's the thing I don't understand. So I don't know why he had his shirt on. Maybe you know what Thanksgiving yeah, just yeah, happened. He, yeah, <laughs> man. Thanksgiving <laughs> happened, you know. I feel you, dog. <laughs> you know, a little too much turkey, man. But you know, like I said, you know, you know, you can get himself back here, you know, just you know, lift some weights with Billy, you know, he's good to go. Did I miss anything about AEW? Uh, anything else? I'm trying to remember. I mean, they they they. Oh, Adam hyped Cole. Up Rampage. Adam Cole and um. Yeah, I don't know what's. Go- 
that that was such a nothing segment, man. Like I don't know what's going on. It looks like they're moving um the the super clicks to the best friends now and having them feud with them because it looks like Adam Cole was coming in for to do commentary for a match. Then Orange Cassidy comes out. We don't know what's going on. And then the young bucks come out, and they attack him, and they just beat up on him. Yeah, he gets no help from like Chuck Taylor or or Wheeler Udo or nowhere to be found. I mean, eventually, <laughs> they, eventually they came out. They probably like in catering or chilling. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. I'm st- I'm not sold on out of all those four pillars, bro. I'm not sold on Jungle Boy. I don't know if he's that guy. Like out of the um, four, I don't. He, he's not. he's the least impressive to me. He didn't really do anything like impressive. At least with MJF, he's a talker and he can work. Um, Sammy, he can work. Darby, he's popular. Like he just has a, a aura about him. I'm not his biggest fan, but like he has an aura about him. You could tell like people would gravitate towards him. But Jungle Boy, he just Luke Perry's kid. He's just kind of like that. That's just that's it. The reason why he, that's just definitely the reason why he's getting. Uh, the variety has won the four pillars of AEW. I mean, because yeah, he is pretty bland and he's small, like he's like, I know there's a lot of small guys on that roster for AEW's sake, but he's just he doesn't look like you know a guy that's supposed to be a main event star. He doesn't, you know, um, compared to Adam Cole or Brian Danielson. Adam Cole kind of skinny too, though. Yeah, but I mean, see, but he carries himself well. Yeah, he, for a while he used to carry himself <laughs> like a star. <laughs> but but now you know you know he he's he's doing you know this this stuff with the young bucks, which not really all that entertaining to me. But you know, uh, hopefully uh, whatever they're doing with him, because it looks like they're going back into the tag team title picture with him and Luchasaurus, and Christian is going to be mentoring them into the tag title for the tag title. So. Shout, shout, uh, out, shout, shout out to Christian for getting Marco Stunt out of here. <laughs> Get him yeah, out of man. here. Stunt's gone. That's, I mean, it, one positive I could say about, you know, AEW picking up all these um guys that, you know, have, you know, name and recognition and value that all some most of the weak shit's getting out the way. So Marco Stunt's gone, you know, hopefully, you know, get some more guys so we won't have to see guys like QT Marshall anymore either. So, I mean, that's the positive, but the shows are still – Shows are still just a mess. Um, AW do better, man. Um, shout out to um Andre Andrade for avoiding a flaming table spot. I feel you, dog. I would do the same thing. Um, <laughs> let's get into NXT. We got a lot to talk about. Understand what does that mean? What does that mean? That means dues paid in full time and again. And people would say, Well, maybe that doesn't matter so much, right? It matters to me, it matters to them. And what that means is on Sunday, man, you ain't got to like us. You don't even have to respect us. Because once the cage comes down, once the rings are in place, these four men step in the ring. Brother, you got to understand each and every one of you will get the respect stomped out of each and every one of your asses. That's not an insult. That is just a fact of life. Yeah. 2.0. You want to know how you done mess? All right. NXT. What do you, what, uh, yeah. hell of, hell of a go home. Uh, hey man. Um, yeah, this was, this was good. Like I, I for like the go home show for NXT 2.0's first big pay-per-view, um, you know, for war games. And it looked, it was, it was pretty awesome. Um, I mean, for the most part, you know, just the builds for everything was really good. Uh, the ladder matches were great. Um, 
and you know there there's some interesting stuff that's coming in um you know you know there's 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 some I see um they're, they're bringing in a lot of the show starting to get blacker, man. You saw them vignettes too. I I have been speaking on this for months now. <laughs> ever since more the, niggas, man. Ever since the Vegas tryout, I said, look, the show's getting a lot more blacker. WWE get a lot more blacker. And I, I love to see it. But um, let's get into it real quick. Let's start. The yeah, show man. started the show started off with a bang. I missed like the first two minutes. I turned the TV on. The girls <laughs> is fighting. I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I don't know how it started. That, I don't know how that, I turned the TV on. The that, girls was fighting. That's 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 actually how it started. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, the build up for the big war game matches that are happening. Um, the, there's going to be like the the vantage match, the vantage ladder match between two members of the opposing teams, and the winner will get like you know the man advantage heading into the match. So the first one was Kaylee Ray, um, against Dakota Kai uh i'm pretty sure um i'm sure they, they had a lot of history um in um, nxt uk as well right was dakota dakota was in nxt uk right i think at some so, point yeah she was at the UK. yeah so, so i think she was there for like a like you know a cup of coffee or you know yeah and uh but this this match was this match was very good it was crazy too um, it was you know, it was brutal it was, it was like man they really going man. hard they were they were going nuts like dakota's been on one since she returned and you know they were doing some wild spots um you know, and then you know, and there was a portion there that when they went into picture in picture, they it was they they had a submission spot, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? Why are they doing submissions right here in the ladder match? And then I remember, you know, she was working on um, um Dakota's working on Kaylee Ray's leg, you know, just you know, just uh to work on her leg to keep her from climbing up the ladder. Well, you know, it, it actually did play into the match, but I always find those type of spots funny as shit. Like, why the fuck are you doing submissions anyway in this ladder match? Just, just beat the fuck out the person and climb up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't see the picture in picture because the Xfinity app or whatever didn't have it. But um, <laughs> so I don't know what happened during the commercials all show. But um, yeah, man, I I'm, I would never really a fan of the uh, the ladder match before war game stipulation they've been doing for the past couple of years. Just because it, it seems kind of dangerous. Like you, anything could really happen in a ladder match. Thankfully, nothing bad. It was like two years ago, and me and Yam almost broke her damn neck with that oh, spot. Yeah, um, yeah man, you, like you're gonna get hurt before the big match. Yeah, like, it, it seems you know. kind of strange for him to do that, but it's um, man, the match was I like that it was aggressive from the jump. To, you knew what the you knew what the uh the mood was from the jump from the the beginning brawl of all the girls fighting into the match. There was no there was no cutesy lockups, none of that shit. We get right to the violence. And that's what I like. It, Yo, it, it was you know, negative all the way. Negative all you know the way. I, you, know what, you know what I noticed about this episode of NXT too? I don't know if you like looked into the crowd. There mm-hmm. were kids in the crowd. I don't remember ever seeing kids in an NXT crowd in a long time. Oh. It's been a long time since I've seen kids in the crowd. Like uh, little I guess kids. They, they, they found a way to replace those jackasses, I suppose. You know, yeah. that were uh that were um just pretty much um sabotaging the show and you know, they get all the shit to MSKs. So you'll bring in more kids. Yeah, and, you know um, they had a good time. I'd much rather see kids enjoying themselves than um. Yeah, I I know it doesn't fit into the eighteen forty nine demo, but it's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the match was fantastic. Fantastic. Um, Dakota, like you said, Dakota's been on one since she's been back. Um, I think it's a new hair, but um, later on in the show, Team Two Point comes out. Well, first we find out that Johnny Gargano was voted for um. Yeah, the ladder match advantage match did you vote uh no i, I didn't even know there was a poll i, I did <laughs> I, I, I saw on twitter today like oh vote for who's in the ladder i was like okay that's that's a cool little thing 
So yeah, I voted. I voted for um, I voted for Tony D'Angelo just because I wanted to see him in the ladder match. I would really love to see Tony D'Angelo in the ladder match. Man, I'm, hey, man, try to try to protect him as much as you can right now. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he is ready for uh, to take any ladder spots of that nature right now. I didn't know Braun yeah, was able to, but um, he Braun, Braun, yeah, Braun was impressive. We, uh, we'll, we'll also get into that uh, a little later down ahead. But um, before that, um, Cameron Grimes was um uh on oh no we gonna get that we, we gonna get to that we gonna get that in quick hits we gonna get that we we'll, we'll get there oh, for her? Okay. I didn't want to talk I didn't okay. want all the big stuff first so oh, okay. team po- like the big stuff so, yeah so team 2.0 comes mm-hmm. out the whole squad um some, was it not Samantha Irvin oh I, I'm so I feel so bad for getting this lady's name uh, it wasn't it wasn't Samantha what's Shorty's name uh I, I forgot her name but she's like look what y'all think and I think everybody got their shit in um I think they all sounded very confident on the mic, and I love that. That was um, yeah, that was something that I was a little concerned about initially with these guys. But man, they feel like they feel like naturals. I think that's something that is a positive with the uh, the PC, and that you can really work on your promo. They have that uh, the video recording room where you can watch yourself back. You have some of the greatest talkers ever backstage mm. there to help you. I think that's something that uh, I I wish. Uh, AEW had something like that where some yeah. of those guys can really work on their promo format. Even if, even if you know, NXT or WWE in general is more scripted, it's still like there's an art to it. And I feel like a lot of the young guys over on in uh, Jacksonville could really benefit from that. But um, yeah, it showed these guys look like um legit contenders. They didn't look like a bunch of chumps out there compared to the uh to the uh. The, the old the old the guard OG, the ogs the yeah OGs. Uh, grayson waller called them team hot dogs and handshakes <laughs> i, I <laughs> think that is hilarious that, that's so funny it, but like you say saying um yeah they're every single one of those guys like they're really confident on the mic uh very impressive you know i i, I it was like i really enjoyed just hearing every single one of those guys talk and uh, you know they, they were able to show flashes of their personality. Even Trick was able to get some um, quick hitters in. You know he's not technically involved in the match. You know I wonder if he is going to be involved. In the He'll match definitely get some, involved in the match somehow. Yeah. He can he can sneak into the cage and get probably like a double super kick by DIY or some shit like that. Probably take some crazy bump. Yeah, he can do something. But um, yeah, and then of course Johnny Gargano comes out. Um, he, he cooked he cooked them boys. What did he call um? <laughs> Uh, Brian Breaker, oh, uh, oh, big, big, oh, bad, big, big, bad booty nephew. That's that's the late, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, I wouldn't, I would have broke, I would have broke character if someone called me if he called me that. Uh, yeah, man. yeah, um, he was just like, Look, you keep your boys in the back, I'm gonna keep my boys in the back, Brian. We're gonna do this one on one, and that's what we got. Uh, next up on big, big things that kind of happened, they got Odell Phantasma. Against Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner, um, the guys. What do you, you think of this match? I thought I thought it was a fine match. Uh, it was it was decent. It was your sister standard TV tag match. Um, um, I mean, really the the whole key focus on the side. You know, Cy and Quinn came out and you know looking for revenge and looked like you know he also wanted a piece of Electra as well. But he ended up brawling out with Santos, you know, getting him out the way. And it just did turn into your just your regular tag match. When Kyle got into the match, um, it picked up a little bit. It looked good. Um, Vaughn didn't do much. 
uh, and hopefully, you know, we get to see more of him, you know, in the match against Imperium. Uh, but they end up getting the win with a, like a high-low lariat leg sweep, you know, finisher, which was nice. It looked pretty cool. Very um, similar but, to the uh, the Red Dragon finisher. That uh, what is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, spin kick. Yeah, yeah. It was very reminiscent of that, you know. But you know, the, I'm, I'm I'm a sucker for high low um high low finishes anyway. So I love a good high low. How do you feel about Von Wagner? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know about this guy. Uh, I mean, of course, it, you know, he it, has it, a look. See, it seems like everyone backstage is very high on this guy, which is but which it's is, not. But it's not translating on TV. You know, I wonder what they're seeing that we're not seeing you know what yeah, i mean because I'm, so, I'm like i'm sorry I don't, I don't get it like i don't see the the appeal in this guy he looks kind of bland his gear is bland i mean i'm sure he's a great guy he probably works hard but it's just like it's not translating i don't know what they need to do but they need to figure something out because i don't think the fans really care too much about him and unfortunately it kind of feels like it kind of dragged kyle down a little bit i mean if kyle's on his way out which i mean side note i i think he's on his way out but if Kyle is on his way out, I guess it's fine to put them together, try to get him over. But it doesn't seem like it's working. I don't think that little campfire uh, hiking trail promo <laughs> did did much for anybody. Um, we gonna see on Sunday if he if he shows up, if he really shows I, I, out. I don't really know either, man. Um, not even his dumbass insult is uh, hitting the way it should. You know, it's just not working for me, man. But Again, like we, we really just saw a little bit of him, and you know, from what we saw, it's decent, but it's not blowing me away. And you know, but with this match with Imperium, you know, he gets a chance, you know, to really showcase himself in a, in a big match setting, uh, again, you know, against two guys that know how to work, yeah, and um, sure. Bartel and um, Eichner. And I also want to say, uh, like Marcel Bartel is a really good promo. Like, yes, I I've enjoy him that. a lot, man. So yeah. you know he is really good, and, and you know, and I I don't know what 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 Cyrus don't see in those two, but they've really kind of going, especially with um with Marcel. Like he could be a really solid single star. They, you know, they, they I will say they do have kind of have a generic look to them. Yeah, they, they just look I mean, like I guys. think that's the European thing, man. Yeah, I, I think it's just a standard like to get the European technical aspect of them, man. You know, you know, like it's, it goes harking back to like their their indie days. You know, I also want to, yeah. I also want to give a shout out to um, Legado del Fantasma. I've been riding with uh, Raúl Mendoza since yeah, his man. jobber days. I've been rocking with him. Uh, Jacqueline Wild is also a fan. Those guys are, I think, they're a very underrated tag team in NXT. I don't think they get talked about enough. I, I'm but, glad that uh, that Wild actually you know evolved in his character as well throughout his career. You know, you know, going yeah. from that weird uh, electronic DJ to now being like you know a suave like, dude, man. I like I like the you air know? horn thing though. I wish he would. Hey, the air horn. horn. The air horn hey, was man, hard. Air horn was hard to impact. The air horn was hard. He did because he, he had like the actual air horn in impact. I wish they would have yeah. brought that over to NXT like the actual air horn. That would have been hard. You, you tell me if he hit a fire ass move and then points at the DJ. Hit the air. <laughs> that's not hard, man. Look, that's that's, that's damn near future endeavor. That's what it would be, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy he's not. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he is here, man. Let's talk. Let's talk main event. Johnny Gargano versus Brian Breaker. Look, I knew from the job said if anybody gonna get a banger out of Brian Breaker, it's gonna be Johnny Gargano, and he did it. Um, he did it again. The guy. The yeah. guy. If, if, if this ends up being a uh, Gargano's last match on NXT. Which I gotta assume it is like 
if he's not going to main roster or if he's not going um, to uh, AEW, what are we doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? But if this is the, know, the, if this was his last match on NXT TV, um, man, what a way to go out, put the young guy over. It was a great match. Um, a lot of great spots. I was surprised how many ladder spots. Um, Braun Duke, <coughs> excuse me. Um, that what did he do? Like a like an elbow drop off the ladder, off the top rope of the ladder. That was fucking crazy. Bro. I wasn't expecting like, him to do that. I saw I the way he bounced <laughs> off that ladder. Yeah, I wasn't like, expecting I, that he, at all. He was taking some. They were taking some nasty spills throughout yeah. that match, uh, both Gargano and Breaker. Uh, and but yeah, he looked great. Like he looked really good. You know. Uh, yeah, Gargano, man. He, what can I say, man? He is a wonderful performer in the ring. And you know, if this is like this final days with NXT and at whole and by large with WWE, man, he's going out with a bang. And you know, I, you know, I wish you know. Hopefully, you know, he gets to stick around and really get to see the fruits of his labor. You know, on the main roster. We need him on SmackDown. I need him we versus need little, Sammy. We need little big match, John. Yeah, on the on SmackDown roster. Um, yeah, but Braun Braun looked great. He ends up winning the match, and at the end of the big old brawl, I love it. I love a show ending in a big old brawl. Uh, very, very, very standard. Very, very down to the point. That's that's all I need, man. Solid that's match. All great, I need. Great go home show. I can't talk about how much fun. Like I said this a couple weeks ago. This is the only like weekly show I have like a lot of fun watching. Like I'm at, like, I have a smile yeah. on my face watching it the whole time because it's just fun. There's it's it's funny, is is great, is solid, is fresh, good, yeah, it's fresh. You know, I, I enjoy it, man. It doesn't take itself too serious, you know what I mean? It's just a really good time and it zooms by that two hours really zooms by. Maybe having like 10 matches a show, <laughs> it don't even matter because it's just like it's just like back to back to back, just just fun stuff. Yeah. Um Fun characters. That's what this what wrestling's about, man. Yeah, I mean, you can have all the, all the you know rest holds and corkscrew moon salts and all that, but like in the end, wrestling's fun. And I think people got to go back to the essence of that. Just like having fun watching the show. We worry, we worried about the wrong stuff sometimes. We really be too too worried about you know attendance sales and demo talk. It's just like yo, just enjoy the show, man. This is fun wrestling. Like this is what it should be. But um, let's get some quick hits real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron Grimes on versus uh, Andre Chase. We see uh, last week they got into a little altercation, and then I guess there was a online exclusive Andre Chase calling out Cameron Grimes, and they have a match. The match is whatever. It's Cameron Grimes. He wins obviously. The after the match, Duke Hudson cuts this weird promo. It reminded me of um. Remember back in the day, it was like with Edge and Kurt Angle, where he did a little Titan Tron, yeah, Photoshop job, yeah, had, uh, had them shitty hairstyles, man. It, yeah, he had had a, had a bowl cut in uh in the JoJo Siwas look for for Grimes. <laughs> it was just looking all dumb, man. This this didn't hit for me. I wasn't feeling this promo. I don't think the crowd was really feeling this promo either. It seemed kind of I, I don't know. It was yeah, this wasn't it for me. It didn't hit like especially after the poker promo they had two weeks ago and how fantastic that was. This one, nah. What do you nah, think? No, nah, but but um, but, but Grimes, you know, Grimes shot it. You know, he tried to make it recover as well uh, by responding to almost cutting Andre Chase's hair before. Um, what if his students saved him? I, I guess he's he's probably going to be making his in ring debut soon. What was it, like the long blonde hair one? Yeah, I forgot what you his know name that was. is. I don't know that guy. I forgot. Is. I forgot who he was. I forgot who his name was. But I, I think Cyrus will bring it back to us sometime. You know, in the future. Uh. 
but yeah, uh, it was it was okay, you know, closer to the build up to their hair for chair match. Um, but uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, I, I you know, I would like for Grimes to to take that, but you know, it would I won't be surprised if you know if he gets his haircut. We'll, we'll, get, into, we'll get into it in the predictions later. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna talk about um the the promo videos for uh, debuting superstars. Goes out the way. Uh, first one we saw for the night, I believe, was Idris Sinofe. I had never heard of this man. Uh, has a military background. He's built like a, a damn Marvel superhero. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had the match against Solo Sokoa, who got into a weird altercation with um Boa backstage. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> uh, he, he, uh, he was walking up to him with some bubble guts. So I don't yeah. know what was going on. With that. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. But um, yeah, we get we get a, a little uh, get a, a pretty a decent match. I mean, I don't know how much uh experience Idris has, but he looked he looked all right out there. And uh, so, solo, he's solo, he's he's solo. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm 100 percent solo on this dude yet. But he's it's just so funny that like his gimmick is like he's clearly Jimmy and Jay's brother, but his gimmick is like, oh, I had no parents, I had nothing, I was on the streets, but like we know who your dad <laughs> is, bro. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But um, yeah, they had a match, and then like immediately after the match is over, after uh solo wins with the uh, that big splash, Boa comes out of nowhere, yeah. just kills him with like a, a Tongan death grip. And yeah, I guess that's a feud going forward. I don't know, maybe that'll be on the pre-show of the uh, pay-per-view. Who knows? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He he came out with the face paint too, you know. Yeah. So it's like he has some sort of like split personality or whatever. What was left over of that uh that stable just went over to him. Yeah, uh, Teen Shah. That's very very unfortunate. That shit R. went R. down. E. That shit went downhill as soon as um homegirl when he, on uh Mia Yim, not Mia Yim, Zia Lee, Zia Lee took out uh Mercedes Martinez or no when Raquel took her out. Knocked her out yeah, with that, whatever that, that splash was. was. It. it was, it was kind of it. <laughs> it was never that, that the same after that. Never the same. Okay. Um. Next promo we get promo video we get. Uh, Tiffany. Tiffany. What's her name? What's her last name? Do you do you know it offhand? Uh. Uh. Nah. Not 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 off my hand. Not right now. It's fine. Uh. T- yeah. But uh. So she she had her debut video last week. When we didn't record. Um. Tiffany Stratton. Um, I don't know much about. I know she got signed. I believe she got signed on the same class as uh, Solo Sokoa did. Mm. Um, I know. I believe she was a bodybuilder. Or uh, her nickname is the Buff Barbie, but it seemed like yeah. she's kind of going for like a Claire from Clueless type of a uh, uh, character, or e- or even like closer to wrestling, like kind of like what Sasha Banks was when she first debuted. I see a lot kind of, similar, of sort, yeah. I, I see a lot of similarities maybe, in that. Maybe not, kind of like maybe, that. Nah, you know, or just like your your typical, like you know, your 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 Beverly Hills, you yeah, know, like a Valley Girl you know, type deal. Valley Girl, you know, rich Valley Girl, you know that that be spinning up on everything and pretty much this airhead in every single way. And she always talking about her dad and what whatnot. I'm interested to see. Yeah. Uh, I think she had a couple of matches on 205 Live. I have not seen her work. I'm interested to see what what they do with her. Um, we'll see what happens with that one. And then the last one uh, <laughs> promo video that we saw, Big Draco. 
Draco, Draco uh, Anthony. Draco Anthony. Now, I did watch his match on 205 Live against, I believe he wrestled uh, Roderick Strong. He looked good out there. He looked good. Uh, another bigger guy. Okay. Boy, muscular guy. Oh, okay. um, we'll, we'll see what happens with Draco. I think he has potential to be pretty good, uh, pretty uh, standout guy. I he love was standing that just sitting down in the diner. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> my, my, my actions speak louder than words, but like you ain't doing nothing. You just sitting at a diner. So like, what you what you know what I mean? What's going on? <laughs> what, what you what you really doing? Uh, yeah. So I I love that they're really still debuting guys and girls on the show. We're still getting some more fresh faces. I like this show. Really reminds me of like when NXT first joined Full Sail so much. Remember, like when yeah. the NXT show, like remember we, we we'll get the Pac vignette. Oh, Pac's coming soon. Oh, we're gonna get the Sami Zayn vignette. Uh-huh. Oh, Sami Zayn's coming soon. Oh, we're getting the Bray Wyatt vignette. Oh, Bray Wyatt. No it, way, it, Jose. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you're like no way, Jose. It's that feeling like oh, this is like it, it really brings me back to that essence of what NXT used to be, and I love that. Um, let's keep that going. Keep getting more fresh faces in, because you know obviously these uh, NXT one point NXT one point guys are eventually gonna have to move on either they're gonna have to leave or you know get called up they can't stay forever i mean i don't even like p dunn i know he's like 24 or 25 yeah. but like he's been there already what like damn near six been, years he's been ready though yeah he's been you ready know. to go uh gargano champa they, they've been ready to go let's 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 get it let's get it moving <laughs> i'm looking for i'm looking towards the future man um next up Joe Gacy Invitational. How do you feel about this Joe Gacy character, man? <laughs> How do you feel about Joe Gacy, man? I, I love the character. Like, the character is ridiculous. Man. Just this, uh, uh, this false savior, you know, of what of being inclusive and and, what, and using all these budget words of, um, of the last two years <laughs> that, that, that pretty much, you know, you know, took over social media. And now... The the, the 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 invitational thing really it blue balled us because you know you see you see three people in the ring with them you see this small guy a woman and is this big e honda looking dude <laughs> right there on the apron and i'm like so what's going on here are they trying to join his rinks or whatever and you find out it's a match it's all, a inclusive, all inclusive i was like oh okay and then gacy he beats the shit out the one the first guy and then he gets to the woman next. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on here? And then he got yeah, the they commentary was <laughs> And wait, wait, and Beth was like, well, what's going on? Is he really gonna go? And the bell rings and they get ready to lock up. And then Diamond Mine comes out. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I, I didn't think they were I gonna thought, go. That I thought far, it was gonna man. happen, dog. I didn't think they were gonna go that far. Um yeah, man. I think like another thing we missed last week is the whole uh, inclusivity of the cruiserweight championship. I think that's hilarious. I think that's so funny. Um, I don't know who thought of that, but whoever thought of that backstage, that was genius. Um, that was pretty brilliant. I, I, Joe Gacy, he's so interesting to me because, like, I feel like I know where they're going with the character, and then they'll do something else. I'm like, okay, that's not what I expected them to do with this character. <laughs> I just don't know where they're going with this. I'm here for the ride. I think it's really funny. I don't know. I'm. I don't know if some people really get the character. Like, I feel like I see some like comments online. I'm like. I don't think people are really getting this. It's not like people think like this is like uh, Vince taking shots at like liberals or something like that. But it's like that's no. not really what it is. It's more so like you know that fake woke liberalism that yeah. you see people. You know, you know it's not sincere. It's obvious that's what it is. 
I still think it gets a little darker. And I don't know what the um, relationship with Harlan is. That's still kind of weird. I wonder when he's actually going to get in the ring because, you know, he, there's a lot of hype about yeah. this kid when he first signed. They call, they were calling him Baby Brock. So I want to see something. He, he got a lot of potential to fill up to. You know what I mean? They they gotta they gotta um explain that relationship a little more. It's uh, yeah, I'm with you also with him debuting soon and starting to get in the ring and just showcasing what he could do because uh you know I mean I'm, I'm only going to just see him on the side for so long you know before I'm like hey Ari so what what's going on here you know uh but yeah, yeah but Gacy himself he, he's a he's a he's a funny ass character man he could work. Uh, yeah. he could talk he's good and you know I, part of me kind of wants this to last longer with this issue with him and diamond mine but I'm, I'm sure this is probably gonna be one and done yeah probably um were you familiar with joe gacy's work previous to um nxt i didn't know much about I, him I, I saw a name every once in a while but i never like seen him work same i, I knew who he i knew the name you know but i haven't saw him a lot you know because he was mainly in ccw Mm. And um, and I think he did some early GCW shows before signing over to um WWE, but I was not really uh you know I wasn't really watched following the CCW product that often. So was he a so guy? Really, He was he was a mix of he was a mixture okay. like like some of the guys because he mainly was wrestling in their like their light heavyweight division, gotcha. and he also was their um, CCW heavyweight champion at one point too. Okay. Um, and he had um had a feud with um, I think he feuded with um Leo Rush. And um and was he the one who had some matches? Was, was that the as match? Well. Was that the ladder match? Who who did Leo Rush wrestle in that ladder match where he no sold that table spot off the ladder? I, I want to say it was a Gacy. Match. Was that I'm Joe Gacy? Sure. That I, that's I one of my favorites. It was a Gacy one. I, I want to say it was, but I'm not too sure because that's when he had that death face paint and shit. Yeah, too, right? yeah, like right before what he was. <laughs> I don't know, but let me tell you something. I love when wrestlers no sell table spot. I when Sting did it a couple months ago, I loved it. I, I, I jumped out of my chair. I said, "That's what I'm talking about." No sell the table spot. That's some real fighting spirit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, man, I love that. Um, excuse me. Um, last, last but not least, uh, Persia Parada, Indy Hartwell versus uh, Valentina Faraz and Yusila Yusila Leon. I'm sorry if I said her name wrong. Um, before the match starts. Indy Hartwell gets the call from the hospital, I guess. <laughs> and she puts on speakerphone for everyone to hear. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I guess uh, Dexter Lumen just dipped out the hospital. No one knows where he's at. Uh, so Indy's very concerned. And Persia thinks, oh, no, I'm going to have to do another handicap match, which she seemed eager to do. So, I mean, I don't know why she seemed like she was stressed about it because she was eager to do mm-hmm. it the last three weeks. But um, Indy actually did the match this time. And really quick match. Uh, Persia looked good. That's really all that really happened. Nothing yeah, really advanced you, from there. You, you see these two break it up anytime soon with Persia becoming annoyed with Indy's uh, uh, despondency and, and her relationship with Dexter. Yeah, so that's that on that. Um, did I miss anything else on the show? Oh, uh, the MSK Shaman yeah. saga is still going on. I, I, I imagine we're going to find out who it is on Sunday. Uh yeah, I, I hope so. You think you think so. it's RVD? It's, uh, I want to say it's either to be RVD or Jeff Hardy because they were kind of hinting at Jeff Hardy two weeks ago. Really? Last week? I, yeah, they said something about like tag team excellence or some, something. They said something. Oh, but, uh, are they from North Carolina? Where are they from? Uh, I know. I think they're from um Ohio. 
yeah, I, I know, I, yeah, yeah, they're from Nash, Ohio. Nashcar yeah. definitely from Ohio. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah. Ben Coyle, man. Shout out to Ben Coyle. He, you know, he, he, he yeah, was really boys. big on MSK. Those his guys. So yeah. Okay. So um, but yeah, I was, but, uh, yeah, either RVD or or I, I would say it's Rob Van Dam because you know Hardy's kind of busy. <laughs> on smackdown you know I, I i feel like you know so i think it's i'm cool i'm cool with rvd messing with msk that's cool with me it's a cool little uh group um that's all i got for nxt let's uh get into some predictions let me go look up the card real quick nxt war games also please check out nxt war games on peacock sunday yes. i believe at seven i don't know what time is that Seven or eight, your time. Uh, so let's see. I'm gonna go right off Wikipedia. I don't. Uh, we don't know the match order, obviously. Uh, first matchup, uh, the women's war games match. The team of Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction of you know a group consisting of Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. Who you got, sir? Uh... I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with the uh, Toxic Attraction here. In Dakota? Yeah, I got Toxic Attraction in Dakota. I got them winning the world, um, war games here. You know, because uh, I feel like they're, it, it between, between the two matches, uh, there's got to be one of the heel teams to win. And I, I choose the women's uh, heel team to take that one. And plus, uh, you know, we, we really don't know what, what's going to go on with um, EO Shirai uh, and, because, and some of the other. Um, I mean, she should have been gone. Man. It, probably, I mean, it probably should be Eos goodbye. Yeah, In my opinion, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, we we yeah, I, uh, so I, I fully expect her doing another wild spot or something. Uh, is it going to be like the open cage, like the last war game? Yeah, I'm assuming they're going to keep the open cage. I think AEW kind of got the closed cage thing down now at this point. I guess that's like their shit. This will probably oh, be okay. NXT shit, just the open cage. I like. I prefer the open cage, honestly. At least openings for more spots that you couldn't do with the closed cage. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I'm not yeah. mad at that. Um. I'm going to agree with you on the heel team. I think Dakota and Toxic Attraction, I think they have the most momentum. And I think, uh, honestly, Raquel and EO, they can take the L's. Cora Jade, um, she's fine. She's young. She can take the L. And Kaylee Ray, they're going to push her regardless. Actually, Kaylee Ray low-key might turn. So that could also happen. Yeah, I, I don't see her being a face for long. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would be surprised if they turn her or, you know, turn her against um, – Core J, so you know they could just start something immediately. Start it up, or even Raquel. I'm cool with either of them. Um, but Io Shirai, look, I love you, baby, but it's time to it's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, Cameron Grind versus Duke Hudson, hair versus hair. I'm gonna go with uh Duke Hudson on this one. I think I was listening to uh, Justin and Meals earlier today on uh, the A show, and I, I'm in, I'm in agreement with them. I think uh. I think they're really priming Cameron Grimes to the main roster sooner than later. And I think they want to change his look a little bit. And I'm all for it. I think this is the best route to go with it. Just cut that hair off, man. Let's get, let's get you ready for the main roster. Uh, you know, I, I honestly, and the other thing is like Duke Hudson has short hair anyway. So it's not like, even if he cut his hair off, it wouldn't make that much of a difference of his look. Really. They haven't like completely bald. So I don't see really much see gain in him you know, cutting his hair off. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, camera. I'm sorry, Duke Hudson winning on this one. 
Yeah, uh, same here. Um, you know, yeah, like with Duke, like his hair is already short, and he he looks like uh looks like the cousin of Wade Barrett, even though you know one's English, the other one's uh one's Australian, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and and all uh, it, but he 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 needs to win <laughs> because he is a new star there on on the brand, and you know it would good give him a good look to to elevate himself, you know, in this feud with Grimes, and again Grimes. It's definitely prime for the main roster. You know the the haircut was already a good look. And he, looks a lot, he looks he a lot better be. with that haircut. He already. looks cleaner. Yeah, he looks he, a lot cleaner. He, look, he looks like you know like one of like those the, the Raven Flock members after when they all disbanded, they immediately got took showers and cleaned up <laughs> like and had he, shorter haircuts. Yeah, yeah Billy Kidman. <laughs> yeah, Billy Kidman and Scotty Riggs. Yeah, um, like they definitely. Like, <laughs> I saw I saw so, a couple a couple ladies on the uh, on the timeline talking about oh yeah you know what Cameron Grimes kind of cute now with the short hair I was like okay go ahead Cameron there it is he could go and get his haircut go shape sh- get shaven for a little bit and uh, you know it's going to grow back out anyway yeah he so, had a long hair know, for he, a long time too yeah so he's probably going to you know get like you know a, a short short hair look you know, a short haircut look, you know, by the time he hits the main roster and, you know, a whole different character and, and we'll see where it goes from there because, you know, he, he's been just trying to elevate himself since day one. Yeah. Being Cameron, here on NXT. And, Cameron Grimes and, is special. You know, you know what's special about Cameron Grimes? Cameron Grimes is so good at a character that you forget he could also wrestle really good too. Like, yeah. it, 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 it slips <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, this guy really can go good. too. I forgot the dude can go. It happens every time I see him. I'm like, oh yes, dude, this dude is nice. So um yeah yeah, yeah. he he confused he even confused a lot of a lot of the guys there you know that uh, on on the chat man like we were like like some guys just didn't see from when he first came in but when he started developing his character more and be able to get more ring time and they're like oh yeah he he he's a total package and yeah. I see him as that and you know hopefully you know he could go and get some shine you know you know on SmackDown because you know you know really SmackDown needs a lot of bodies but we will leave that for Justin and Mills to talk about. Wow, they be talking. They be talking about NXT and AEW all the time. Whatever you like, I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to talk about it anyway. Um, <laughs> next up, Roderick Strong versus Joe Gacy for the All Inclusive Championship. Uh, who you got here? <laughs> uh, uh, one, this match is going to bang. Like I feel like this is going to be a great match here. And two, uh, I have Roderick Strong retaining the title. Yeah, uh, oh, well. yeah. I mean. You know, it, I I just can't see like the cruiserweight title even right now being something you know that is already destroyed. Yeah, I mean they already destroyed the show. Two or five live is now you know NXT Stark. <laughs> so it's so weird. you know for 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 them to like you know change you know just to be done with the cruiserweight division in general, of having Gacy win and making it something all inclusive. While it looks sounds cool in theory, you know, it's just another you know blemish of you know a division that's been in and out, taken seriously, and done away with, and hampered again with WWE. So, um, but I have strong retaining and hopefully getting back in a program, Kushida, because I don't think Kushida has yet to get his rematch. But Kushida got he other things on like, his mind, right? He on that, he on that jacket, yeah, time. yeah he. He got that jacket time, you know. It's now <laughs> strong with him and Jiro. So you know, so I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I but I won't be upset with either result, though. I will say that. But it's just I would you know, love to see Joe Gacy just take the cruiserweight title and turn it into a whole a whole other belt. I think that'd be fun. I don't think <laughs> it's gonna happen, but that'd be really fun. Um, so yeah, we'll see about that. I'm also gonna pick Roderick Strong on this one, though. But I wouldn't be mad at Joe Gacy at all. Um, 
men's war game match. I'm assuming this will probably end the show anyway. Uh, team yeah. NXT Black and Yellow. We got Tomato Champa, Johnny Organo, Pete Dunn, and LA Knight against uh the new breed 2.0 of LA. Uh, excuse me, of uh, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo. Who you got? I got the OGs winning here, man. I do too. Tony being the fall guy too. <laughs> people, people are going to be upset about that, but I, I agree. I think the OGs are going to win this match. Yeah, you know, uh, but it's you know again, uh, this is also another match where you know it could be Gargano's swan song, you know, because he did extend his contract just to go through run through war games, and yep. you know it's possible that he could take the fall too. Um, but I don't like it, it, it could go either way. But you know, I would be surprised. You know, I'll I'll rather take the, the OGs winning because you know the guys on the other side, they could take a loss. They can take the L. There's no need for them to rush into this, you know, overtaking the, the older older guard. Um, I'm with you on that. I mean, I don't really care who wins in the end. I just want to – I think this match is going to go crazy. It's going to be a yeah. lot of loss. But I think these, these four young dudes got a lot to prove. Well, I guess five of you include Trick Williams. They got a lot to prove I, I got, on that match, so. I got I got Grayson Waller being like uh like an MVP in this match. You guys, I think he, I think crazy. He, you know what? I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I didn't like Grayson Waller at first. He's starting to grow on me. Yeah. I think when they switched his gimmick up from whatever the hell he was doing before, his gimmick was just being annoying. To uh, now he's like, yo, I'm the new breed of wrestling, like all that old shit. I'm not I'm not rocking with that. That's what I like. I like that. Keep that going. You should, you should stick with that gimmick going forward, yeah. man. Keep that gimmick you know. going before. I don't care about the, whatever he was doing before that because it, it did nothing for me. This, this yeah, version he could is, go. He could definitely go. No, you know he might have to change his like change his ring attire because I don't. I hate, I'm not I really digging the damn gloves. shorts and boxing gloves. Yeah, I don't. You know, you know, he could probably just change, you, know, you know, just, just you know, he could probably keep the shorts, but I don't like the nah, gloves to, with the pair. It's just it's just a dumbass look. You know what I like about Grayson Waller? He got that fake uh that fake ass DJ Mustard beat. That DJ Mustard beat <laughs> for the interest music. That's your heart. It's better, better than interesting song. My God, man. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was. Um I saw you tweet that. Like, they yeah, did my terrible. man wrong, man. They did they did him wrong, dog. Like they need to change that theme uh pronto because he has everything but the music. That's fine. The music's yeah. whatever. Well, he, he'll um, be all right though. Tony D'Angelo, I'm interested. You know, the best thing about War Games, though, is that it'll it's gonna cover a lot of stuff that I mean, it's gonna like you know cover over a lot of yeah. the uh, the the things they're not so great at so far. For you know, for example, Tony D'Angelo, I, I he clearly has a, a limited move set. The character's there is just you know he just needs more time in the ring. But in a War Games match, you really don't need to do much except you know sell for most of the match and you know take a spot and then kind of just go to the side. And they You're come in for your spot. Too. Yeah, you can use weapons. So you can really, you don't have to do a lot of moves. It's all about just the story and just remembering when your spots are. So I think we should, everybody should get out of the safe. And it should be a good match. I think it should be a good match. They're wrestling with four veterans. I mean, shit, it's probably what, like 50 years worth of experience on the, on the, on the, uh, on the OG team. We were, and, and you, should, you know, it said it was Johnny Gargano's first War Games match. No. Yeah. Didn't he? Um, yeah, that, no, he, he, he might be right. I think it is his first war games. Match. I believe, yeah, that's what he said on the comments. It was his first war games. I was like, what? Like, I, I, I have to like look. Who did back Adam? At who did see. Adam Cole? Or was it Tommaso Champa? What did he do the uh, that little um, that move to to the table? Was that Adam Cole? I believe it was Cole. Yeah, yeah, because undisputed era has been in every single one of the men. Yeah, ones. undisputed oh. era has been every single one. But you know, I, I don't think you know when Cole was feeding with Gargano, it, it didn't line up. 
Yeah. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Okay. But, but but we get we get DIY reunited war games, so we can probably go and see some old spots. That's what I was saying. I think Trick Williams get a double <laughs> super kick for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, it should be a fun pay per view. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, everybody, please check out the uh, the War Games pay per view. I don't think it's called Takeover War Game. I think it's a regular old War Game, which is cool. It's just, it's just War Games. Man. Yep. Uh, so Sunday take, Takeover Takeover something old. You know, this is this is a new new era. Sunday, December fifth at eight p.m. Check in NXT War Games, and that's it for the War Report in War Games for us. I want to say a special thank you to Carmelo Hayes. I want to say a special thank you to Chris Mack for coming on the show. You can follow him on Twitter at rappers, letter R, actors. Rappers are actors. You can follow me on the comeback spot. You can follow Cyrus on, I don't remember what the hell is his damn new Twitter. I don't even remember what it is. Cyrus on T-U-R-T-W-R. <laughs> Sorry, Cyrus. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys again. Uh, apologize for not having the show last week, but hopefully this show made up for it. And you guys have a great weekend and enjoy war games.